Hi, we're a little late today. I had a real difficult time clearing the area so I could film, but we're here. Um, we're gonna talk about the family Chantel, which aired last night, which was trending actually in the United States. So it's crazy because the, the show is ending. It doesn't seem like people are ready to let it go. So we're gonna talk about it. Oh, um, before we get started, today is Didi's birthday. So if when Didi gets here, if everybody can make sure you wish. So we can get started here. I'm 15 minutes. Well, no, I'm 20 minutes late. I'm sorry, guys. I, I couldn't figure out a way to clear the room. There was people everywhere, and I couldn't um couldn't get some quiet, peace and quiet. Hey, you know she can hear you when you're saying that as she's joining. Is she here? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't know she. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I I don't know if everyone knew. So happy birthday! Happy birthday! Thank you. <laughs> I um wanted everybody to um know ahead of time, but I guess I was late. But happy birthday! I'm glad that you could make it. I I told her um Cara that she could take tonight off because right. it was her birthday, but she insisted on being here tonight with us. Better, so I'm very very flattered. What better birthday present than to hang out with us? I know, oh, right? I mean, I mean, I like to think I'm good company, right? I like to think that. I can't prove it. I you know, like the podcast it. was canceled on my birthday. I was very sad. It was? What happened? I, I don't know. You were in Orlando or, I mean, Disneyland or something. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I, I, th there was no um, ulterior motive with that. I just was not here. There was no reason for that. It's okay. Next that week. was when the Nazi chose to be at the concert instead of hanging out with us. Yes. Oh, that <laughs> I blame the people who scheduled the concerts. It's yeah, their fault. <laughs> they put them on the wrong days. It was nothing that I could really do about it. I had to be there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I couldn't really do anything about it. Oh, so TJ says Didi is 22 and a half. Is that right? You're 20. So this is a half birthday. <laughs> Got I'm 15 it. holding on, and that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Okay. <laughs> so, episode five, Family Chantel, this one was really good. I don't know, like, where to start. Oh, I know what I want to talk about real quick, though. So, um, Alejandro told Nicole that Karen reached out to him and wanted to talk to her, him about things that were going on in the family, and then Alejandro... Well, Karen's story was Alejandro reached out to her. So I was like, I don't know who's lying and who's telling the truth at this point because Alejandro reaching out to Karen would have made sense because her, him and Nicole weren't together anymore. And, you know, when you break up with someone, you have no issue selling their secrets, you know, or selling them out. So I don't know if he put the two and two together and he thought about it. And he's like, well, let me reach out to Nicole and maybe I can lie and say that Karen reached out and then this will be my way back in to the I, situation because I, I was like, I don't know. Cause he, Karen most definitely said Alejandro reached out to her and said that he wanted to meet with them. So I was like, now his story is not adding up. So I really do feel like he's a snake, right? I feel like Alejandro is such a snake. I know that he told Nicole, he was like, oh, well, Karen reached out to me. She was trying to fish around for information and I wouldn't do it cause I'm a loyal guy. No, I don't buy that at all. Yeah, me either. I think that's exactly what happened. 
Yeah, I, um, Alexander or Alejandro, whatever his name is, the freaking snake in the grass. Uh, he's the one that reached out to Miss Karen. I believe Miss Karen before I believe him. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I feel like Karen, she does crazy things, but she's very, very honest about it. Like, she doesn't lie. She's very open on the, the wild, strange things that she does. She's not denying it. She does it, and she owns it, and she's good with it. She doesn't care. You know, like, I feel like... Yeah. He has no reason to, to lie. And I feel like Alejandro wanted to get back on the show. And I think that he thought if he met with him, this would have been his way to get an oh, episode check, right? Yeah. But then I think at the end of the day, he realized it would pay off better if he stayed loyal to Nicole. Because, you know, Nicole and Lydia and Pedro might be popping up somewhere else on another show. And he would want to be on no, the right side not. of the fence. Me too. I mean, we, we have to be realistic here. This is TLC. <laughs> if they, we've seen a lot of Lydia and Nicole lately. And that usually means something, right? Because when I, when I realized that Kalani was on the tell-all as a commentator, the first thing that came to my mind was, she's going to be on The Single Life. Mm -hmm. Because TLC, they're very predictable. So I was like, when they start putting somebody in your face, they're setting it up for something coming. Yep. So I was like, unfortunately, we're probably going to see her on The Single Life. But then we'll probably get to meet this new dude that she's been dating for like a year because they probably have been filming it ongoing. You know, as far as I know, probably they've been filming it since they've been dating. So yeah, I maybe thought we'll... About, I thought about that. Hey, Tim, Tanya, and Kalani are all single. And then Dumbass is going to be on Happily Ever After, I'm sure. Yeah, they already filmed it. You mean yeah. Andre? Yeah, they already filmed it. Which I'm... I thought in the in the grand scope of things that Libby's family was going to get their own spinoff. But so far, they haven't filmed anything with them because they, they, they bring enough drama. But, but I guess that they'll just be on another season of Happily Ever After, which nobody really asked for. Like, Andre and Libby are, like, my least favorite. Like, Me honestly, too. I'm not, I don't see the appeal at all. Like, I, I get the... I don't like, I don't like them. They're, they're, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what to say about them. Mm -mm. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, okay. So in this episode, we we caught up with Obed. I think I'm saying his name right. Obed. Now we met him back in the early seasons of the family Chantel. He's been trying to um really warn Chantel about what was going on with Pedro from the beginning. So I will give him that. He's been pretty open with saying, "Hey, you know, this guy's a snake," and Chantel wasn't interested. But we found out something last night that you both predicted that Pedro was not a virgin and he was hooking up with, we don't know just um, Karima, but we know for a fact he was most definitely hooking up with Karima. This was in high school. So he was selling the 26 year old version to um, everybody or whatever, I think is what they were trying to sell when he met Chantel. He was actually hooking up with Karima, but you both said that. You both said the way that they interacted, there was no way that they hadn't been intimate before. So. I just want to pat you both on the back because once again, you both predicted something that had come true. Y'all might need to open a psychic, a psychic reading agency <laughs> after this because you both seem to be getting this right pretty frequently. I don't know if we're psychic readers or if we can just see through the bullshit. Yeah. Both are talents. <laughs> both are talents. You know, and on top of that, we already know that he was cheating on Chantel with Karima. And then when he got the job with the real estate, he was having an affair with two of the women that was there. So, 
Obed yeah. just pretty much confirmed what I mean, not with the two ladies, but with Karima. Yeah. He just I mean, he confirmed yeah. what we've been saying all along. Yeah, Chantel had a suspicion about Karima for years and years. Ever since we saw that video that Nicole showed her with the dancing. Um, yeah. Chantel was always like, what's going on with you and this girl? It seems like, and he was like, oh, nothing, absolutely nothing. We've only been friends, nothing more. So we know for a fact that Pedro has been lying to Chantel basically their whole marriage because that kind of happened right around the beginning. So yeah. it, it's all starting to come out. So if anybody had any doubt, you know, if, of Pedro's, um, what, what do you call it? His intentions, I think it's pretty clear that he's been lying to Chantel for the longest time. And I think it's coming out one by one. And it's funny because Chantel is, is torn. She keeps saying, I don't want to know. And then she goes and she finds out the information. And I don't know what's worse, like her finding out and being getting hurt by it, or if she could have just let it be and not yeah. gotten involved. But I think that it's bringing closure to her. I think it's easier for her to move on knowing that it was all a scam, right? Yeah. Like it, it's easier for her to walk away from the divorce and the marriage and the situation knowing that it was never real. I think in her mind, she thought it was real. So now that she's getting all of the information in front of her, she's like, it's easier for her to say, well, it's easy for me to go out and try to find somebody new because I never had anyone in the first place. This was never a real situation. Yep. Well, you know what the saddest part to me was whenever um, Abed uh, confirmed to her as well, um, the the vows or not the vows, but the on the engagement that he didn't even write that. It was pretty much like well, a poem that he, he found. He couldn't verify who wrote it, but he did say like, you know, his mom and sister and family set it up. Like everything was set up. So I'm assuming somebody in the family wrote those vows, and it's sad because she framed that and put it in their apartment because it actually meant a lot to her and it was all BS. I want to go back and hear it. I'm going to go back and watch and hear it because I'm going to put it into Google and see if it pulls up because I think it was something pulled off of Google. Oh, you think it was legit plagiarism. You think yep. he just found it online yeah. and paste it. Because I think yeah, exactly. were, it was written in Spanish, right? So she couldn't read it at the time. I think that was what the issue was. She couldn't read it, so she didn't know, really know what it said. But she kept, she was like, it didn't sound like his words. And let's be honest, we can tell. Because it's funny because when I talk to people, I can tell how someone sounds even through a text. Yeah. So like when I'm talking to someone and I get a text and it's, it doesn't sound like them, I'm like, who wrote that? Because yeah. you didn't remember, oh, so-and-so wrote it for me. I was driving. I'm like, because I can tell what people sound like. So when she said it didn't sound like his words, I was like, that makes sense. Because when you know someone really well and you hear something, even on text, even if you read it, you can be like, they wouldn't have typed that. So yeah. I, it's, it's crazy because I think Karen said it tonight. She was like, it had to be voodoo because what would have possessed Chantel to deal with this craziness for so long? And I think that now that she's seeing every red flag and all the truths that come out, she's questioning herself too. She's like, how did I let this go on for so long? And it, I don't want her to feel like that because love is blinding, you know? And, and even she said it, she was like, I projected what I wanted onto a person who wasn't what I wanted because I wanted it so bad. I wanted to make myself believe it was in front of me when it never was. So I don't know, this whole, this whole um, unraveling it's kind of crazy to me, but you you both are not surprised because you both told me from the beginning you were like, this is a scam. 
So yeah. I don't know. I was surprised because, you know, when I found out they were getting divorced, I was the first one to say on my podcast that I thought that it was all for the show. I, I didn't believe that he didn't love her because seven years is a long time to not love someone but be married to them. So I don't know. I was just, I, I thought it was real. He had to get his permanent green card. So he couldn't, so he could make sure that they couldn't get him deported. Cause once you get your permanent green card, then they can't, um, it's not easy to get you deported. And on top of that, you can be able, you can be able to bring over um, immediate family members. But also so I think that the scam was, easy to do because it's not like he hooked up with Danielle and was stuck with her. His wife was yeah. actually beautiful. You know, I mean, she, she's easy to look at. She's smart. She, you know, she, she paved the way for him. Yep, exactly. Yeah. It's, it was like, like you, you nailed it with, with Johan's situation, hard to look at, even harder to get money out of. Yeah. In, in Pedro's situation, easy to look at and she was bringing home more money than they knew what to do with right yeah. like even when she was in school they were still on the show they were just raking in money this was not a horrible um arrangement by any means for pedro so like you said like i said seven years seven it's not hard for you to stay in it for seven years when you're benefiting so much yeah like it, it, like for johan seven years you would have asked him to stay with danielle for seven years and he would literally smack you in the face he'd be like yeah. seven days is too long right yeah. like you like seven days, like I, there's no way because he's literally not benefiting in any way from the relationship there's absolutely nothing that he's getting out of it but for pedro he got a lot all he had to really deal with was trying to keep karen off his back which at first he couldn't do but after a while he did i don't i don't think karen ever put her guard down but after a while she finally was like well if it was a scam, I feel like it would have happened by now. Yeah. And she kind of put her guard down. And then in the end, she was like, I knew it. I saw a snake. I know a snake when I see a snake. And she was like, I told you so. Okay, so what would, wait, hold on. I wanted to talk about um, Scott and Lydia because Scott and Lydia spoke with each other for the first time after the confrontation with Pedro. And Scott did something really interesting. He went in there with the intentions of sleeping with Lydia and then dedicating it to Pedro. And he was like, He's, I'm going to be your dad. You're going to have to call me dad. And I'm just doing this for revenge. I don't know. I didn't like it, you know, like per se. I felt like it was very egotistical, I guess. Like, because y'all aren't going to like this. But Lydia is a human being. And I don't think you that know. <laughs> See, I mean, you're not going to like this. But I don't think that you should use people <laughs> for your own personal revenge or gain. And I, even though she's Lydia, it's still not right to sleep with somebody with like false reasoning or whatever. Yeah, douchey. That's a good word to say. It was just douchey. And okay, so Scott is no longer on social media. And Twitter is under the impression that they think that it was in preparation for this episode. He has verified that it's not, that's not the reason. But based on this episode, and I think the, the reaction and response that people have given for his actions, a lot of people are like, oh, I see why he deleted his social media because people were coming for him a lot after this. So like, how do you guys feel about what Scott did? Do you think it was okay for him to go over there and, and bang Lydia one last time just so he could rub it in Pedro's face? Like, how do you guys feel about the situation? I mean, <laughs> what Scott did was, super douchey i will say that but 
the level of immaturity coming from Lydia, who is an attorney. Yeah, yeah. So she didn't sleep with him once. She went back for seconds. Like, if he was so bad in bed and all this shit, you're fat, you're horrible in bed, blah, blah, blah. But I came back for more and I had hope for a future with us. Well, if you had hope for a future, you already know the sex is bad. He's not fat. That guy is, he's freaking ripped. So that right there was so much clarity that she was literally just digging for any tab she could find. Yeah, I felt like those were hurt comments. Like, I felt like she was hurt. You know, when somebody hurts you, you kind of go for below the belt. Yeah. Because you want to, you're pissed off. It was so middle school, high school bullshit, you know? Yeah. I mean, it it just, the way she acted was just stupid. Just stupid. So, okay, so let's do a a blame game. Who's more wrong here? Who's more wrong? Are we, like, Scott's more wrong? Lydia's more wrong? Are they both wrong? Like, let's do, let's do the blame game. Lydia will always be more wrong in my book. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing Lydia can do right. Just because she was there in the room, right? She was wrong. Just because she's a human. <laughs> she is. I see. She is a human. Look, at the end, at what what Scott did and what he said was really trashy. It was. Like, remember, I've already said, um, and I think it was last week, um, and Scott agreed with me. He made himself even lower than Lydia and Nicole. If you can talk and say stupid stuff and make yourself even lower than them, then something is definitely wrong with you. And, like, I get it. Pedro pissed him off. I get it. And I get it with, um, you know, how, how Scott was. He got mad, so he wanted revenge. At the end of the day, like you just said, George, at the end of the day, um, Lydia is a human being. But at the same time, I don't even feel sorry for her because how she's always treated um, Chantel and um, and her family. And, you know, in the beginning, Chantel tried every way possible, even her family, to try to get along with them. They're the one that started the war against the Chantel's, um, Chantel's family. So at the end of the day... Not only did Scott make himself look even more trashy and put himself below Lydia and Nicole, but he has opened a whole new can of worms because now, you know, people are going to be looking at him like, wow, you know, we thought he he was this, um, this person that, you know, was really knows what he wants, really knows what he wants, what he wants to go after. And then to just like, pretty much gut punch everybody by him acting like that. Like who does that? But but Lydia, I mean, Lydia, she's, she deserved it. At the end of the day, she deserved it because that's her karma. Yes. But also the first time he was there, he literally was done with her and brings another Mm -hmm. girl. Okay. Any woman on the planet would be smart enough to say, don't ever call me again. Don't ever talk to me again. We're done. But she went back for more. Literally went back for more. And didn't just sleep with him one time on this trip. She did it twice. Even right. after her kids inserted their asses where they don't belong. <laughs> but she just kept going back for more. And then yeah. she approaches him with video of 
someone else stalking him, not even videos she took herself, and starts calling him all these names and stuff. Neither one of them are right at all. They were both wrong. But the way she acted, she really showed her ass. Yeah. The way, yeah. Oh, so I want to talk about a comment that she made in the beginning of the episode. She said, Lydia said, I think it's normal that my kids would defend my honor and my son would get into a physical altercation with you. And then Scott said something really interesting. He was like, the level of crazy here yeah. that this is normal behavior for a family. And I think he, he realized what he was getting himself into. I think yeah. at that point, because he was like, well, I'm here now, so I'm, I'm associating with this. So he right. was like, now I'm going to stoop to this level of, and then I'm going to do this. Because when he realized, because he expected her to say, oh, my God, I'm sorry. I, I don't know why my son would attack you or blah, blah. I mean, let's be real, though. Scott did throw the first punch. Scott kept saying he yep. assaulted me. Scott threw the first punch. And I know from a legal standpoint, the person who is the aggressor is the person who throws the first punch. Yep. So Scott was definitely telling his version of the story because I was like, you can get in people's face. I see it all the time. Nobody hits anybody. The police don't need to be called, right? Like no yeah. no situation is gonna Scott did hit him first, but at the same time I felt like the Lydia's reaction and she even even when Nicole threw water in Lydia's face trying to hit Scott, nobody ever called out the behavior. Right. And I think it shows that level of of manners. Cause I think Chantel said it a couple of seasons ago when she was like talking to Pedro. She's like I don't think y'all were raised right. She's like, I feel like the way that you guys act and the manners that you have, they're not equal, you know, to someone well, who was raised the right way. Even going back to when Alejandro was there to see Nicole for God knows whatever reason. <laughs> Lydia, yeah. goes, Lydia goes chasing after him with her purse trying to hit him. So it's like, none of those people are ever going to have a happy relationship as long as oh. they're all in their... Do you remember when he showed up to Lydia's house, Alejandro, and he gave her a present? I can't remember what it was. Maybe some perfume. Yeah. I could be wrong. We're going back years. And, and she, she literally threw it down the stairs and then started emptying his luggage and throwing his stuff downstairs. Yeah. This is the mother, okay? This is a mother, the person who's supposed to raise her kids. This is how she was reacting. So even Scott was like, so you think it's totally normal for your children to throw water in your face and for your son to physically get into an altercation. And she's like, well, they're defending my honor. And he was like, see, now I see these people are not right. right. Like this whole family, this whole dynamic. Cause he was like, you as the mom should be the one who can say and see that this isn't okay. And you should say, yeah. you know what, I'm so sorry. And at that point, Scott was like, well, if this is how it's gonna go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stoop to their level and I'm gonna get back at him. I'm gonna make sure that he's gonna be pissed off at what I did. And I think that's exactly what he did. And he he used Lydia for revenge. And again, I'm anti-revenge sex or whatever. I'm anti that. I just think it's not right to use people um, because people are not things. You know, you can use a car, you can use a phone, you can use whatever, but people are not things. People have feelings. And even in this situation, most people would think it's not true. They would say Lydia doesn't have feelings, but deep down, I think somewhere in there, there's a person. And she might see this, she might see this footage and she might be hurt by that. And I, I still feel like- I don't think so. Lydia's been seeing how many years of footage of her and Nicole and Pedro, how they acting. Like, come on. 
Seriously? And on top of that, Scott threw the first punch. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He, he denied so it, but yeah, he, he did. Gonna say, how's he going to say that Pedro started the altercation? Pedro may have been running off at the mouth, but if you know Pedro, Pedro runs off at the mouth. Pedro ain't going to do Whatever. nothing. Yeah. He I mean, that's just how mouth. he is. He ran up at the mouth with River, and nobody got beat up. Pedro is, he's like a Kimberly. It's always running off at the mouth. Nothing is going to come of it. It started right. when Scott threw the first punch, and that's when it was. Pedro wasn't gonna get physical. Pedro was just acting like, you know, chest up. That's yeah. just how he was acting. There was never gonna be a fight, and I think Scott Scott initiated the fight, and then he went and denied initiating the fight, and then that's kind of where it got out of control. And then we're we're talking about revenge sex with someone's mom, and it's just like, what are we doing here? Like, how did we end up here? Why did we get to this point? Yeah. At this point, at this point, I just think it was all for clout, to be honest with you. Because, I mean, in the beginning, like in the very beginning, like whenever um, uh, Love and Paradise come on, I like Scott. But I don't like him now because how he's been acting, you know, even on social media, how he's been acting. And then he goes on the, on the show and he talks like he's like freaking lost his mind and then he stoops down below lydia and nicole and then he wants to blame yeah pedro was overreacting yes he was Be but he was only overreacting because nicole was lying to him instead of pedro being the man he says he is and pulling scott to the side and talking man to man with him he believed his lying conniving scamming little sister and then that's what fired him up. But how are you gonna how are you gonna try to go and fight somebody when you don't even know the 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 real truth about anything? And if he would have just left Pedro alone, Pedro would have calmed down. It's all Pedro was doing was running his mouth. He would have got tired and shut up eventually. Yeah. Pedro, yeah, you're right. Pedro had one motive and it was to try to push Scott away from his mother. And I mean, I don't know, like I'm a mama's boy, and I remember when my mom was dating when I was a teenager. I don't know. I probably wasn't a teenager. I was younger than that. I was pretty sabotaging of the situation. I'm not going to lie. I didn't like... I was a mama's boy, so any guy around my mom, I was, like, directly threatened. So right. I was well, I was the youngest, too. So my brother and sister had moved out of the house. It was just me and my mom. So when she started dating, I was very sabotaging, and it reminded me a lot of how Pedro was acting. And I was like, whoa, this is what I looked like. This is what I was doing. I made it really difficult for my mom to date. And now I feel horrible about it because now that I'm grown and I realize that I was being a little dick. But like, I, I now saw it because I saw, I was like, wow, Pedro is really acting as though he has to protect his mom, which he kind of does because she picked Scott, you know, and she picked their dad. Like she does, he did say she has a bad track record for picking men, but at the same time, people have to make their own mistakes. And, you know, sometimes you have to step back and just be there to support people when they make a mistake. You can't stop them from making a mistake. They have to learn from that. But, yeah, this whole dynamic, the whole family, I think you said it, none of them are ever going to have a healthy relationship because they won't allow anyone to have a healthy relationship. Nicole can't be in a healthy relationship because Lydia won't allow it. Pedro can't be in one because Nicole and Lydia won't allow it. Lydia can't be in one because Nicole and Pedro won't allow it. They're all, like keeping themselves in this single miserable circle and they all work overtime to make sure that nobody can infiltrate that misery that miserable circle 
they make sure that nobody else can be happy. They just have each other. But and I think that it's really toxic. All three of them were in an in a relationship with an American. And when it started to go south, then that's when the family attacks. Okay, no green card here. We're just gonna break you up and move on. It's yeah, all that's true. brand scam. Well, yeah, because Lydia's done, Lydia done said that she's wanting to get with an American so she can get a green card to come over here. Nicole has said the same thing. Yeah. Yep. That's the goal. You're right. That's the goal. That's been the goal since the beginning. And Obed said that that's been the goal since even before because that the meeting between Pedro and Chantel was set up by Lydia. Remember way back, let's go back to 90 Fiance when Chantel first was on the show. Obed was the one who said that Lydia's mom was running some sort, or Pedro's mom, Lydia, was running some sort of American matchmaking where she was putting Americans with Dominican Republic um, people to to try to get them married. You remember that? And then Miss Karen heard about it. No one ever looked into it because yeah. we were then told, oh, no, that's not what she does. She's a lawyer. That's not true. And I'm beginning to think that's exactly what she does because I was like, I don't see Lydia as a lawyer. Do you? Like, she ain't a no freaking lawyer. Oh. I think that is BS. I think that she's running some sort of marriage dating ring where she, like, I don't know, she has to know someone who's like a manager of a hotel. So she can know when there's Americans in the hotel or whatever. And then she sends her prospects to the hotel to work in the fitness center or be lifeguards or be waiters, you know, whatever you can do to plant that person into that person's peripheral. And I think that's how a lot of these situations happen. It's really interesting, though, because her main goal is to do what she probably already does, and she can't figure it out for herself. That's the ironic yeah. part. I think that's karma, right? She can't find an American, but she's probably been hooking up people with Americans all these years. Yeah. Yeah. Now that One of them. So, essentially, they're getting what they wanted anyway. Well, yeah, because the money they're getting is in American dollars, and our, that yeah. money is worth like three times what it is over there. So they're essentially getting what they want without having to come over here and work. So, I mean, they are still winning because getting here yeah. is only half the battle because if you're not married to a rich man, you got to get a job. You know, like you got to get yeah. a job. It's not like getting over here and you just get everything you want. You know, you have to make sure you get the right guy. Look at Sophie. She's, she's here. But she ain't getting anything because yeah. she picked the brokest guy in California. Like, that's only half the battle. So at least they were able to get what they need, but they just have to stay in the DR. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if um we see Pedro on the single life in the near future, to be well, honest with you. I, saw I, don't think, I don't think TLC is going to get rid of them anytime soon because they, even though they cause nothing but, like, negative drama, it's not the good drama we like. It's the negative drama. Yeah. People feed off of it. Well, did you notice, I kind of noticed this, in the five episodes we watched, there's more footage of Pedro's family than there is of Chantel's and it's their show. Did y'all yeah. catch that? We're seeing more Dominican Republic scenes than we are seeing Atlanta scenes. Like, for instance, um, I think we've seen River, like, twice this whole season. I think we lost Car. Car, are you here? Oh crap, we lost Cara. Hopefully we get Cara uh -oh. But I think yeah. um, the Dominican Republic scenes have been twice as long as the, the Chantel scenes, which I think you're on something. I think that we're gonna definitely see Pedro, Nicole, and Lydia on something. 
I don't know what it is. I don't know if they're going to get their own show. I don't know the single life. Like, you're right. We're going to see them. They're, they're putting them on the screen too much. And exactly. I, they announced today, I saw it online, that the single life will be here on January 1st. Did you see that announcement today? Um, I think New Year's, which is weird because that's a holiday. Not sure why you were premiered on a holiday. But Chantel is going to be on that. I, I think people have already figured that out, right? Did you figure it out already? Yeah, yeah I figured. I figured. Just like yeah. I figured um, Pedro and Lydia and Nicole is going to be in the near future on TL a TLC, either the single life or I wouldn't even put it past TLC, um, giving them their own show. Because like you just said, why all of a sudden are they showing more um, of um, the Dominican Republic with Pedro and them, yeah. and this is Chantel's show. Yeah, it's really strange to me. So I was like, why are you giving us so much Lydia and Nicole? Because technically, they could have filmed this season without Lydia or Nicole. It could have just been Pedro. There you are. Oh, somebody You're said, y'all are y'all having bad storms? Someone said y'all are having bad storms. I'm not having a terrible storm, but we are having, I've had horrible internet all day. Because oh. it's super, it's just really windy and really rainy. Oh, well, it's not snowing. That's good, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's good. It's usually like freezing there. Yeah, so yeah, it's, we it's were not, not freezing here at all. It's like 46 degrees. Oh, that's cold though. You know what's funny? That's, it's 50, it's 57 degrees right now. I won't go outside. Wow. Yeah, I won't go outside. It was only 72 degrees here. Oh, see, no, I won't go outside. Yeah, it's way warm here. <laughs> yeah, that's that's warm for you because it's normally like the number four. We we covered yeah. that the other day. But yeah, so we're we're thinking that. Um, so yeah, I said, um, so the single life is going to be premiering on the first. So we're less than a month out. And, and I don't know if everyone had figured it out. Um, but Chantel will be premiering on the single life. Um, I think we can talk about it now that I know that there's a, um, a air date. So Chantel, Tyree, Miss Debbie, um, Veronica, um, Tim, and Patrick's brother, um, John. So these are the people that we can expect to see on this season of The Single Life. I know that they didn't really want it to get out before they announced that it was the date. So now that we have the date, I'm pretty sure we're allowed to talk about it now. So um, are you guys excited to see any of these people? I'm kind of excited to see Boston John, right? Who like, was um, Patrick's brother John, John um, Ty Ray, okay. Miss Debbie, yes. Chantel, okay. Um, okay. Tim. Okay. from Tim and Veronica and Veronica, but they are not dating each other, obviously. They're they're right. separate on the show. So are we excited about that? Because I know a lot of a lot of the single life seasons a lot of people were not excited about. I'm so relieved that there's no Danielle bullshit, that I don't have to see Jasmine. There's there's a lot of people that could have been way worse than who it's gonna be. Yeah, yeah. We I still have to deal with Jasmine and Gino until the other show's over. I know, but we don't have any no freaking Big Ed, no, yeah, no Angela, Ed. none of that bullshit, so. And we'll I can't it. talk about who the people are dating, but there will be some intercast dating on this season. I can't talk about it, but, well, you know, somebody just said something in the comments if you want to know what is going on. But I can't really talk about that, but there will be some intercast dating, which is going to be interesting. Um. Chantel, I know people are saying Chantel was dating Waka Flocka, the rapper. 
that's not what was filmed. So if that's true, this is new. This is new right. information. Like they didn't film Waka Faka with her on a date or anything, which would have been really cool. I would have watched yeah. it. But that's not what happened on this season of The Single Life. So we're going to see. Um, but yeah, the inner, it, it's in the comments. Somebody nailed it. So those two, but I think that was common knowledge because I want to say they were dating prior and then it spilled over into The Single Life. So I think people already knew that. Oh yeah, yeah. Atlanta rapper. Yeah, Waka Flocka. A lot of people don't know him because he had like a really big song like a long, long time ago. But then he had a show called Waka and Tammy um, with his wife, who is now no longer his wife. So he was a big deal, kind of like his biggest T.I., you know, T.I. Yeah. and um, Tiny. Like they were like the big Atlanta couples. But now him and his wife are separated and it looks as though he's talking with Chantel. So I don't know. I mean, I to, that Chantel's moving on. I'm glad she's going to be dating and all that stuff. But I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't mind seeing Winter and River on there. Well, yeah, on the single life, I, I would too. Yeah. Honestly, I yeah. feel like Winter and River have been robbed of the spotlight yeah. for like a really long time. Because, I mean, I, I will say a season ago, they did give Winter her own um, storyline and she was dating. I do remember that. Yeah. She got her surgery and she started dating and she went out on a bunch of dates and she took some classes, like cooking classes and stuff. I will give them that, but like River- But then they cut her off, like- Well, yeah, then they made everything back about Chantel. I do feel like they missed a lot of opportunities to, to give each family their own, their own story. You know, like River has music and we haven't seen anything or heard about his music on the show. Like they did let him perform one of his songs on 90 Day Bears All a couple years ago. And yeah. he did date that girl, Megan, um, two seasons ago. And they showed him in the studio for like a hot second. But you're right. I feel like the single life would be a perfect avenue for both of them. Because yeah. they, they, we don't know much about them. They've been on our TV for like eight years. We still don't know much about them. They don't give them any, any time to build a characteristic trait or anything about them. We don't know. So yeah, I do think that they should start. Because technically, Boston John is a co-star, he's someone's sibling. So that would open up the sibling avenue. So that would make River and, and Winter eligible to be a part of that too. So, yep. and um, oh, um, the Last Resort, I know we were talking about this before, they're gonna be filming a new season in Arizona. I know nothing about casting, but I do know that it's happening again. So I wanted to get your reactions on a, another season of The Last Resort. Do you want to see that or is it strictly based on who's going to be on it? Strictly based on who's going to be on it. How do you feel, Didi? Probably the same way because it's, I mean, it, we already know what everything's going on with everybody. I mean, we, we already know who's together, who's not together. Like, I mean, we already know, so. Yeah. I mean, it's true that with, through social media, there's not really much that we can't find out. And there's right. really good people and bloggers and, and CIA detectives online, you know, they can find out anything. So like hiding it from us is almost impossible at this point. So the show might just be a waste of time because we knew who was going to end up together. We knew who wasn't before it aired. And yeah. we still watched it, you know, but I don't, it wasn't, it wasn't what we thought it would be. And now that they're doing another season, 
I don't know. Now, like the older OGs, that the ones that have stayed out of social media, out of the spotlight, I think I would, you know, that would be something that I would want to watch because they are, there are some of the OGs that has pretty much disappeared and people has pretty much started forgetting about them. Like yes, yeah. in the very, very beginning, we don't know if they still together, if, you know, if they're divorced, um, if they're still together, do they have kids? Like, you know, something like that. Yeah, that would be really nice to watch. But bringing people on that we already know that is divorced, that they just want to go for a free vacation or something. Come on, I ain't, I ain't wasting my time on that. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree. I think that the way that they do the show 90 Day Diaries, they should do like a 90 Day Where Are They Now? And they need to go back with season one and work their way yeah. back up. Because yeah. you nailed it, Didi. There's people who did the show and then went and fell off the face of the earth. And we don't know what's going on. Like, I yeah. remember some interesting Colin Noon. Y'all remember Colin Noon? I always wonder what's going on with them. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I, I look for it's them online. Actually going through a bunch of them, I don't know, last week, trying to come up with some kind of trivia for us. And I'm watching, I'm flipping through different things, and I'm like, holy shit, I forgot. I completely forgot about them. Mm -hmm. I forgot. There's a whole nother show. There's a lot of them. There's literally watching one of the shows that I forgot was ever even on. I can't even remember what it's called. It's like 90 Day landed or 90 day flight or something like that i can't remember exactly what it is what yeah hold on Whoa, now i'm confused because i've watched everything so what is it called yeah, me too it's like wait, wait is I it called know. 90 day just landed yes oh yeah i remember that you're right though yeah there's so there... all, about, all about those people there was there's three couples on there i forgot all about them yeah i want to do like i want to see them do a, a where are they now and, but they need to start all the way back from the beginning because we don't need to know where people are from a couple years ago. We know where they are. I want to go back to the beginning. We were in 10 years in, so we need to go back and see where they are because there's people who are in jail. <laughs> like, there's people, the one guy passed away. Like, and I think a lot of people don't even know. So I feel like it would be really good to, to bring them back. And, and some of these people might not want to be back, so maybe just do, like, an interview. Like, some people don't yeah. want to have people filming them in their house and following them around. They're, they're done. But, like, at least do, like, a quick, like, interview and say what you're doing right now, just so we know what's going on. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, bring back, bring back, like, some of the legit OGs. Like, the ones that, that actually, the cameras really actually followed them, and it was actually their life. You know, not yeah. paying them to say certain things or act a certain way. Like, yeah. yeah. Back when it started and they were really just filming relationships. And exactly. whatever happened, happened. I miss that. I miss yeah. the, the spontaneity of the scenes and the fighting and the craziness and, and Fisa yelling at George. Like, I miss all that. It was just so, or my favorite was Nicole and Azen. And every time Azen would tell her a lie, she would believe it. And we would be at home like. Yeah. You believe everything this guy says like are you serious right now like when he took all her money and said they were going to open a store and then they never had a store and then like i want to know what's up with these people i know nicole does post like every five months 
But I want to know what she's up to for real. How's May? May's probably like a teenager at this point, right? Right. Like, we haven't seen her in forever. Like I would love to see, you know, how how life is going for these people. Okay, so next week in the series finale of the family Chantel, um, Chantel and it looked like River are going to the Dominican Republic to confront Nicole and Lydia and Pedro. And it's interesting because Pedro was telling Lydia and Nicole, he was like, oh, I just heard from Chantel and she's mad about the box that you sent. And they were laughing. And then when he was like, well, they're here in the DR. Did you see the look on their face? Yeah. They actually looked scared. Because I was like, yeah. oh, you didn't think that you were going to have to confront these people when you were sending voodoo dolls to their house. And it's funny because I feel like neither Lydia or Nicole are really fighters. So, I mean, I don't think Chantel's a fighter either, but I thought it was funny the look on on their faces when Pedro was like, well, they're in the Dominican Republic and they want to see you. And Nicole was like, well, like, yeah. well, is she going to beat my ass? Like, she's like, is there going to be security? You know, like Nicole was like, well, now what? Because now I'm scared, you know? Well, like, let's, let's talk about that box that they sent. Let's talk about the scene where they go to this voodoo place. I mean, first of all, when somebody does black magic on you, that is not how they do black magic. Second of all, yes, you can buy stuff. You know what I'm saying? But the stuff they were doing, that is, is all fake. Well, in order for it was work, all fake. You'd have to like those dolls, you have to do a spell on the dolls. First of all, you would need like a piece of hair from each person. Um something personal of theirs and then you have to put No, to you don't spell. need a piece of hair. No, yes, you, you don't. You need something from each person. No, you don't. Are you sure? I'm positive. Well, what do you need? I done told you come to Georgia and I'll take you to see my friend. How can you do a spell on someone without something that they personally own? You do not, whenever, when it is a true, legit um, witch, whether it's a, a, um, a good witch or a bad witch, you do not need nothing personal from them. When they are true, legit, you don't need it. But what, huh. um, what distincts it one soul from another? Because I thought the personal artifact is something that distincts that you're, you're cursing the right soul. Because there's a lot of people who have the same name. Like, you're just cursing a name. How do you distinguish which soul that you're cursing from another soul? Because there's, whenever it's a legit witch or a legit um, whatever you want to call them, um, like, whenever they are legit, they'll ask you one question about that person. And then they can take it from there. They're not going to ask you the name. They're not going to ask you anything. They can tell you exactly who that person is, pretty much everything about that person, just by you answering one question. That, I don't know. I was told you need something of theirs. No, that you don't. That is how you lock in that nope. person. Okay, nope. but let's talk about the most concerning part. Why is Karen's go-to always lighter fluid and a lighter? <laughs> that is, you're right. That's what she, they burned um, Jaws pictures and stuff, remember? Everything always gets burned. You're 100% right. Whenever 
Karen doesn't like something, she's going to set it on fire. You're right. That is 100% accurate. And I don't know. They didn't even actually go through the box and see what was in there. That she was just trying to light it on fire because the producers were like, can you wait off? We haven't gotten a shot of it. Because they were like, can you not yeah. set it on fire yet? Can we at least get a video of it beforehand? She and was she already... She was almost setting the damn thing on fire in her living room. Yeah, she was trying she to, was like, put light up. And I was like, Karen, go outside. But you're right. Every yeah. time that... Because they burned Jaws clothes. I want to say when Chantel and Pedro first separated, she had Chantel burn a bunch of stuff. You're right. Yep. That is her go-to. Karen is like, let's just set stuff on fire and everybody's going to be okay. What's up with that? Yeah. Yep, for sure. Didi, put it to the test. Send it to those you don't like. No, Didi, no, 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 no. no. Somebody, no. Didi, let me tell you, y'all something. I have a friend. I have a friend. She is a legit, she's a legit witch. Like, she's legit. That's how I know stuff. When I first she, met her, when I first met her, she didn't know my name. She didn't know who I was or anything. And she told me, a lot of stuff about me. She was like, I don't know what your name is, but I know it starts with a D and your last name starts with a C and this, 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 and this, this, and this, and this. And I'm like, whoa. Because see, that's what I was taught growing up. Doing stuff you need like hair, you need um, yeah. stuff like that. Yes, you can give it to them if you want to. But when they're legit and they actually, they actually do stuff like that, they don't need it is all I'm saying. Remember now, I grew up in Mexico. So wait, were there like a lot of witches in Mexico? There's a lot. There's a lot. Oh, of okay. Witches. A lot of witches. I mean, I grew up one witch. There's this one witch. Um, she was um like a couple of villages over where I lived with um my dad, and she actually you could not look at her. If you walked by her house, if she was outside, you had to like look away. You couldn't look at her. Because how her eyes was, she would, she was so strong that, I mean, what, I mean, she could look at you and do whatever she wanted to, to you. So when it come time for her to die, she couldn't die. So they, um, they had to call in a, they had to call in a priest to, and she had what they call a snake tongue. Her tongue was actually a snake. She was, they called her the human snake because she looked like a snake in the face. And they had to do stuff to her just for her to be able to die. Wow. So whenever these whenever people are talking about they doing voodoo, that they do this, they do that, they can they're a witch this, they're a witch that. No, they're not. Interesting. That's a that was a lot. Okay, so apparently Well now that I know I don't need hair. I'm going to make some Buddha dolls tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, now that you can just go to the, the party city and buy the dolls and you're good to go. Go to, the, do go to the dollar store. <laughs> I just got to get the car, right? Well, right. I, I thought that it took a lot more effort. Now I'm a little worried. Now when I get some hateful comments online, I'm going to be worried that they're going to be making voodoo dolls. Now I'm a little more worried because I was like, I'm bald-headed. They can't get no hair of mine. No, so I, I wasn't worried. But now I'm a little more worried. Now I, that I know that they don't need nothing and they can literally cast cast a curse on me, now I'm a little worried. Didi. If they're legit, if they're legit, yes, they can. But don't worry. There isn't a single legit witch on this show. Oh, no, There's no, no. Not. not on this show. No, you're right. There, there are witches, but 
isn't it true that witches don't like to be like filmed or, or on camera or taking pictures of? Yes. Yeah, so exactly. It, yeah, exactly. So and they're not going to come up and tell you they're a witch. Right. So like this lady, um, the one Ashley and Miguel, she is not a legit witch. She, her, not her family. No, because th they're not going to tell you that they're a witch. Like if you were to see my friend, you would never think that she's a, that she is a true legit witch. You would never think it. She don't even put it out there. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So everybody on the show has announced that they were a witch. So I think, okay. So I was, I had a friend who was a doctor and they used to, we used to have conversations. This was probably very wrong. So I'm not going to say their name, but I used to say things like, oh, I think I'm crazy or I think I'm bipolar. And they were like, well, I know you're not any of those things. And I was like, why? And they're like, because crazy people don't think they're crazy. So I was like, that's kind of like how the witches go. Like witches would never tell you they're a witch. You know, so I was like, so if someone is announcing on TV that they're a witch, they're probably not a, a witch. They're probably a wannabe witch and they read a book in middle school and they liked it. And now, you know, they buy sage and, and they think they're a witch. So, yeah, I get that. Wait, yeah, you're protected. You have a strong force field. Oh, I don't know what that means, but thank you. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Thank you. <laughs> I hope so. I oh, hope so. how nice. <laughs> All right. So next week is the series end of the family Chantel. we're going to finish that off oh and um sunday we're going to be back for the oj nine og nine day fiance um i asked around and i still can't get a definite number on how many episodes but somebody told me we're not close to the end that's all i could get so somebody actually said eight or nine to go i don't know the truth but that's what i was told and we're going to after that we're going to talk about part two of the other ways tell all which i'm kind of excited about because the first one was really good i was still talking about it with people today <laughs> like i was still talking about it. it was that good right part one so oh and we found out today on instagram that jenny will be back in the u.s for christmas i'm really excited if you guys can watch christina's going live tomorrow when she picks her up from the airport she's going to be here all the way until like a couple weeks into january so jenny will be on u.s soil i don't know if Summit's going to be with her or not fingers crossed I don't know, maybe. If so, I might have to go out there. But if you guys are in California, you might be able to see Jenny. She's gonna be here, so she'll be here for Christmas. I'm excited for that. So we're gonna be back on Sunday to talk about OG 90 Fiance. Then Monday, we'll be back for The Other Way. And then Tuesday, a week from today, we'll be back to talk about the very last ever episode of The Family Chantel. It's crazy to say that, right? We've been so yeah. invested. The last episode ever, the end of an era, um, so we're gonna we're gonna end the chapter and, and we're gonna see Chantel again on January first for the single life. But I don't know about Karen and Thomas and Winter and River, all these people. I don't know what's gonna happen. Pedro, Nicole, Lydia. We don't know what the future holds, but they might be back. So make sure you're following my co-hosts Kara and Didi. And happy birthday, Didi! Today's her birthday. Thank you. Um, and make sure you're following me on all social media platforms at George Mossy, georgemossy.com. Anywhere, anywhere you get your podcast, type in the George Mossy Show. And we will be back to talk to you guys really soon, Sunday, actually. Um, and oh, one more time, if you guys want to be on one of the coming episodes of the Medium Sessions, Juliana and I are looking for five people to do readings with her. And then we're going to do um, live podcasts of that. Her readings are normally very expensive. So if you guys want to do it and you don't want to spend any money on it, um, reach out to me and 
but we have to put parts of the reading online. So there, if you, there's parts of the reading you don't want shared, we can edit it out, but some of it has to be aired in order for us to do it for the show. So reach out to me if you want to do that. I know some, one person already has, but I need some more people who want to do it. And we can't wait to um, get those episodes out to you. It's very crazy. She did a reading on me and whoa, okay, whoa. All right, guys, we're going to be back on Sunday. Talk to you guys really soon. Thank you guys for staying up. Happy birthday to Didi again. And good night, Cara. Bye. 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 Thank you, guys.